Hey y'all, and welcome to In Kaylin Color. I'm your host, Kendra, and I'm here to tell you all about true black crime. I want to bring the light, the unheard, and push down stories of black serial killers, lesser known murderers, and true tales of crime scene cleanup. The danger in ignoring black victims and perpetrators is not only in the devaluation of black life, but also in ignoring systematic oppression that makes black people more vulnerable to violent crime and less likely to receive justice. I'm not saying let's celebrate black crime, but let's just bring some light to it and let the people know what's really happening. True crime is horrible. Luckily, I'm not. Here we go. These are their stories. episode number 14 of in killing color i'm your host kendra and today we are going to talk about a man named jacoby flowers obviously again we don't know who that is but by the end of the episode you definitely will know him and probably not like him let's get to it Morgan Kiana Martin was four months pregnant when she vanished on July 25th, 2012. She was only 17 years old at the time, but she was very excited about being a mom and it was enjoying all of her things leading up to the preparation of her baby coming. And that is what Leah, I mean, excuse me, that's what Morgan's mom, Leah, shouted through tears at the man who killed her teen daughter nearly 10 years ago. But it was more than 10 years. So I'm just going based on the time. So 10 years. The mom says, I hope that every day you sleep, you have to see her. Do you understand me? I hope to see your face. I hope you see her face and the child you killed. Not only did you kill my child, you killed your own. So Morgan told her family that she was going to go outside for a minute to talk to Jacoby. um, Because, you know, it was nighttime. She's like, I'm going to go outside and talk to my baby daddy. I'll be right back. They said she was wearing a white tank top, a pink furry hoodie, and some slippers at the time. The next day, her mother reported that she was missing. So I'm guessing, you know, she's probably gone outside and sat and talked with him for a while. So nobody really pays attention, you know, that nobody ever just technically came back in the house. So they went in a room and they found her purse and the Sodom Graham picture were both still left there. And she took her phone. But since that day that she texted him, it hasn't had any activity. So it's the last activity is going to be at her house because that's where she was. So when the um, police came to talk to Jacoby, of course, he denied all. I didn't do it. I don't know. I don't know what's up. He also really just said that, hey, me and her are actually just friends. He also said that that's not my kid and I'm not sleeping with her. The tea about why he was saying that, because she was 17 and he was 24. So it's giving 
sex with a minor, it's giving predatory. It's giving pedophile. It's giving you're a nasty motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Anyway, they initially did not have any enough evidence or any to charge Jacoby with anything. So they let him go and her case basically went cold because it was like she basically disappeared off the face of the earth. The one person who last saw her was like, I don't know. Nobody, no info. It's giving no case. So they said like her family basically was like, no, he we know he's responsible because he's the last person she saw. Like she went outside to speak to this person and that was it. So the police said that from that point, obviously everything just pointed to him, but they just did not have enough information. So they pulled their court records and text messages and stuff. And they said that the text messages from around the time she disappeared showed a strained relationship between the two. They said that Jacoby was begging her not to have the baby because it could affect his existing relationship with someone else. So not only are you in a relationship and you have kids, you have a underage girlfriend who's also pregnant. <laughs> so yeah, he was worried about all of those charges because it was going down. It was going down. And he was definitely going down and he's going to have sex offender across the front of his license if he had never went to goddamn jail. Anyway, detectives says that they used the cell phone towers that night to track Flowers' movements. And they said that he drove around her house and then he went to his house before heading to a restaurant where he worked the closing shift. <laughs> where he worked the closing shift. You're 24. You have a girlfriend. You have children. You have a 17-year-old underage pregnant. And you drove around and went to work your shift that night. It's the responsibility for me. It's the, I'm going to take care of my responsibilities, but I'm also going to murder this girl. And then I'm going to work outdoors. So after he worked his closing shift, he went and visited his baby's mama before driving around Tampa and going back home to St. Petersburg. They did a July 2015 interview with ABC Tampa and he still said to the fact oh not my baby we're not in a relationship we never were we never had sex we didn't have anything but she was pregnant and her text messages said you didn't want her to have the baby so there is a relationship you do know her you did not grow up you didn't want her to have it motive of course so they said that he knew he said that he knew um, Morgan from around the neighborhood and then that was a, that day she supposedly came out and talked to him was the last day he saw her. But he said he didn't talk to her. When um, the police asked, you know, Jacoby, why would she sit here and lie about a relationship? Why would she try to make up a relationship with you? He was like, I don't have any idea. I don't know if something she could have said. I mean, she's obviously younger than me. Women lie about certain things at different times for many reasons. I feel like this is a situation where they need somebody to blame. And right now I am the person to blame. So after several months of investigation and searches, Morgan's body still wasn't found. And again, the case was called again. So in March of 2015, they had a new cold case unit, which a lot of police are polices. A lot of police officers are starting to do because, you know, these cold cases are like serious because you can 
really solve some stuff now because we have the science and the technology and all that stuff that we didn't have before. So they started a new uh, cold case unit there and they brought back up Morgan's case. So they said that over the next 13 months, the detectives re-interviewed people, located and found new evidence, new witnesses, um, analyzed some data, got with some other experts, and then they ended up requesting 21 subpoenas, nine search warrants, and 10 court orders as part of that investigation. So pause right there. The whole time, the whole time that this is happening, he's still... <clears throat> fully active on social media because I went to his page and his page is still up and he's just actively on dates posting selfies and doing all these things and it's like dog you got 21 subpoenas on the way nine warrants 10 court orders on the way and you're on Instagram hey this big Kobe girl okay so the detectives traveled extensively through Florida and Alabama, you know, trying to follow different leads that they may have had about her um, body. But they ended up once they got those tra- the records, they started tracking it. They saw everything, blah, blah, blah. And that same night, they said that remember when I said he worked his closing shift, his closing shift was at KFC. This is where he works. But they also found evidence that that night, he had set fire to a cooler for some reason. Maybe Morgan's body was in the cooler and he set fire to it. It's, I think it's pretty hard to set fire to a cooler. I could be wrong. I don't know. But there'd be no reason for him as a closing manager to set fire to anything other than that broiler for those crispy wings. Because that's it. That's the only reason you need to be setting fire to anything is to that pilot light for those wings and those legs. Anyway, it was unclear what was exactly discovered this time around. That wasn't the first time, but it was definitely enough to make a huge break in the case. So on June 23rd, 2016, Jacoby Flowers was finally indicted on his first murder charge in her case. According to the indictment, they said that Jacoby had lied to investigators about Morgan being just an acquaintance. Duh. We figured that out earlier. Evidence from Jacoby's text messages revealed that he acknowledged having sexual relationships with Morgan on numerous occasions. Duh. He allegedly begged Morgan not to go through the pregnancy as he was already supporting three children and he didn't want any more. But it's giving raw season. But you don't want no more kids. Okay. Doesn't make any sense to me, but the mind of men folk, I guess. So they also found some Facebook messages between the two that Morgan told Jacoby that if he did not pay child support, she would report him for having sex with a minor. Now, Morgan, Morgan said, hey, you going to pay this coin or I'm telling the folk. And then basically that basically said that, that was the motive for him to kill her. And he did. And it's possible he set her body fire on fire in that cooler. But to this day, her remains have still never been found. So they said he could have gotten just 25 years in jail if he had told them where her body was. If he literally had just said, hey, this is where it is. 
They would have gave him 25 years. Not life, just 25. You can go. He made them go to a field in Pike Cali, Alabama. She was not there. They sent him to some other field in St. Petersburg. She wasn't there. So they keep on going to these places that he's telling them. But she's not there. So you know where she is. Because you put it there. Just tell them where you just tell them where the body is. It's just that simple. Her parents want the closure. Just tell them where the body is. So in 2016, the grand jury indicted him because he was also arrested for something else at some other point. And it basically took him six years in jail before he pled guilty to a lesser charge of second degree murder. While they were at trial, Jacoby did offer an apology to Morgan's family. He says that I want you all to know that I am a human being. I'm not a monster, despite what you may think. There is not a day that goes by in the last 10 years that I haven't felt the deepest level of regret and remorse for my actions. <sighs> okay. Thanks. Like, fuck. We don't give a fuck that you're sorry. Like, it's been 10 years. This little girl, this girl would have been 20, 20 something, mid 20s, 27. Like, mm, okay. Thanks for nothing. So, he basically is going to spend the next 34 years in prison. Okay? 34. Now, the whole time he was in jail, his family had a GoFundMe page. And I took down a note from the GoFundMe page because I think they might have taken it off. But they had a hashtag, and it's still a hashtag on Instagram. It's called hashtag fight for Jacoby. Okay? <laughs> fight for the murderer, if you will. So this is the... um like the description on the GoFundMe, it said, as the days go by, we are getting closer and closer to reaching our goal of $20,000 to help fight for Jacoby. Thank you all for those who have donated. If you were not able to, or if you have donated already, please share this link with someone else. We have a big goal and we do not have that much time to get there. And when I said there, it was T-H-E-I-R. Okay. Please find it in your hearts to give what you can, even if it's a dollar. That makes a huge difference to our family and Jacoby. If you are one that believes that all lives matter, please believe that Jacoby's life matters too. What? Who wrote this? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's who wrote it. Really? He's going to jail. Period. So I hope every dime that y'all raised on this GoFundMe goes to his commissary and those books. And his books better be stacked. Because y'all out here falsifying, talking about all lives matter. I don't think all lives matter is part of this. All lives didn't matter when he killed that girl and her baby. And lied about where her body was. When he know where it's at. It's in that burnt up KFC fridge joint. I know it is. But I don't understand. If they say he burnt it up, maybe he just needs to tell them where the burnt stuff is. And they could test it, maybe. Look, don't make me get on my investigative because I feel like (laughs) it's some bullshit going on somewhere. Because they say he burnt up a freezer the night his girlfriend was missing. One plus one is two. Her body was in the freezer. Now, 
it took them a while to figure out about the freezer. So I'm guessing at that point there was really nothing you could test. So that's why he was about lying about where her remains was because it was in that burnt up cooler. And they got rid of it. So, yeah. Um, Jacoby is still kind of active on social media as he's in jail. Um, posting, his family is posting on his behalf. Um, trying to get pen pals and stuff. If I find out one of y'all wrote to him, I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to you. If I find out anybody is looking, talking to Jacoby Flowers. The murderous pedophile of St. Petersburg, Florida. Which also leads me back to niggas in Florida is crazy. Thank y'all for listening to my episode today. I have fun. Short and sweet. Shout out to my producer. It's the Sweet Talkers. Shout out to myself for looking up this travesty of bullshit and going through a social media dive to find Jacoby's social media page. Follow me on all social media. In Killing Color. Love y'all. Bye. Okay, I have like a really valid question. <laughs> I was thinking about this the whole time. And I think about this quite often. I'm, I'm not a straight man, so I don't know. Uh-huh. And you're not a straight man either. But you're no. closer to it than I am. So you're yes. Okay. <laughs> Is vagina <laughs> that good? Because, no, because not even just this story, but just in general, I have seen my brothers do some stupid ass shit in mm-hmm. the name of having sex. Yeah. Now, I like sex. Sex is fire. Mm-hmm. You know? Sex is fire. I would, <laughs> I would never. I don't know. It's just, if you don't want to have kids, fam. It, one plus one. Like I've been saying all the one plus one is two. There, there are ways. You can still make sex and not have kids. And also, there's a way to make sex and not fuck kids. See, hey, look at that. Bet, bet, bet up. Both at the same time. Because that also is weird, bro. It's weird. 17. She was a cute girl, <laughs> but that's not the point. I, that's weird. The that's point weird. is she was 17. That's weird, fam. And you was 24 with three other kids. With three other kids. Sir. So you know how to make kids. You know what happens when you <laughs> when you hump. You know what? <laughs> when you hump. So you gonna go out there and hump a kid and make a kid and then get mad when she wanna keep the kid. You stupid. So now you kill her and the kid. And like the like what really pisses me off is like the fact that I like we just don't know what the fuck. We don't know nothing. We know nothing. It's like where is she? We know nothing. Mm-hmm. Like what did you do to her? I don't know. I don't know. And he don't never have to say shit. I don't know. Because none of the information I read said what happened to her. Because she, she got missing. That's I it. Waiting. I thought like at the end you were going to say, and then they found it, then they, he said what he did, and it was this gruesome, terrible thing. Like I was waiting. Girl. And like what's even worse is that there's nothing. It's giving nothing. There's none. There's nothing. I don't know. And then his family. Child, <laughs> child, please, throw them right in the garbage. <laughs>
Parker, engineering your success.